Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2341 with a release date of Friday, September 9th, 2022. To follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. Radio waves bring remarkable images from the James Webb Telescope. Romanian students embark on a first-time satellite challenge. And statistics from Brazil provide encouraging news for amateurs. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2341 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline. Amateur Radio's independent, on-the-air news and bulletin service. And now reporting from Valparaiso, Indiana, here's Paul Brown, WD9GCO. Our top story comes to us from space. Radio waves have transmitted something remarkable to astronomers here on Earth, long-awaited imagery from outside our solar system. Ken Peterson, KC0DGY, has more on that story. The James Webb Space Telescope's first direct image of a planet outside of our solar system has been transmitted to scientists offering promise for deeper research into exoplanets. NASA reported that astronomers received the image of the planet in orbit around a star estimated to be 385 light-years from Earth. The image was taken with the near-infrared camera and the mid-infrared instrument, which each focus on different portions of the infrared spectrum. There have been only a few dozen direct imaging of exoplanets such as this one. Astronomers have identified over 5,000 exoplanets, but only by an indirect method of observing starlight dimming as the planet passes in front of the star they are observing. NASA expressed hope these new infrared images will be a gateway to deeper study of exoplanets. This is Kent Peterson, KC0DGY. Construction is to begin in Madrid on small ham satellite that will be a first for the Romanian teenagers who designed it. Ed Durant, DD5LP, gives us a closer look. AMSAT EA is giving support to a small amateur radio satellite designed by students in Romania. A project considered the first of its kind for Romanian students. Known as the ROM2 mission, the satellite, built with the support of the Romanian organisation ROMSPACE, is to be assembled in Madrid at the AMSAT EA facilities. AMSAT EA, which has registered the satellite internationally, will be responsible for the satellite once it has entered orbit. The satellite's maintenance data will be transmitted via CW. The satellite will fulfil its mission to take photographs with a 2 megapixel camera and transmit them to HAMS, who will be able to retransmit them from their own stations using the SSDV protocol. They will use the frequency of 436.235 MHz. SSDV packets will be transmitted from the satellite using GFSK. The students attend the International Computing High School in Bucharest and are between the ages of 15 and 18. This is Ed Durant, DD5LP. Whoever said that fresh beginnings can't be fun probably didn't belong to this small but growing group of CW enthusiasts. Randy Sly, W4XJ, tells us about them. You don't have to live in the state of Connecticut to be a member of the Connecticut CW Club. But yes, it helps if you enjoy sending and receiving Morse code. Members are going to get that chance in a big way this month. The club is having its inaugural CW contest starting on September 17th at 1200 UTC and ending September 18th at the same time. To participate and qualify for a certificate, you need to join the club, and membership is free. Members have already signed up from North Carolina, California, Arkansas, New Hampshire, and yes, Connecticut. 
Operators who have the three highest scores and the operator who makes the longest distance QSO will receive certificates. According to its website, the club has other goals too. Sharing portable operations including SOTA and POTA, having bi-weekly social meetups, and teaching newcomers the ins and outs of CW. The group's meetings are held in person and using Zoom, so members who don't live locally can still attend. See the website ctcw.club for details. This is Randy Sly, W4XJ. In India, where the birthday of the nation's second president is celebrated as Teacher's Day, amateur radio educators mark the education with half-day training session for young license candidates. John Williams, VK4JJW, has the details. In the spirit of a national holiday that honours mentors and educators, 35 students at Sodapur High School in Kolkata, India, attended a practical class on electronics and amateur radio in preparation for testing for their licences. The course was offered by the Indian Academy of Communication and Disaster Management, an organisation founded at the school in 2010 with the help of the West Bengal Radio Club. Nearly four hours of classes were conducted in the spirit of Teacher's Day, a holiday marking September the 5th, 1888, the birth date of Sava Polly Radhakushnan, a scholar, professor and philosopher who was elected President of India in 1962. The classes were taught by Pasapati Mondal, VU3ODQ, Deepak Chakraborty, VU3OKT, and Rinku Nagbiswas, VU2JFB, the Secretary of the Indian Amateur Organization. The students are expected to sit for their license tests very soon. This is John Williams, VK4JJW. The numbers have brought good news to the amateur radio community in Brazil, where the figures show there are even more hams this year than previously. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, picks up the story from here. More amateurs than ever are on the air in Brazil, and most of them are Class C entry-level operators. According to a recent study by the Liga de Amadores Brasileiros do Radio Missão, the National Amateur Radio Society, the organisation used data provided by the nation's regulator, Anatel, and analysed by Ricardo Benedito, PY2QB. The data shows that this year's amateur radio ranks grew by 2.2% over last year, with more than 40,000 now holding a radio licence. The state with the most hams is São Paulo, where more than 10,000 amateurs reside. Likewise, the city of São Paulo has the most amateurs among Brazilian cities, with 2,430 operators, followed by Rio de Janeiro, which has 1,521. The number of stations also grew, according to the data. There were about 60,000 stations in 2021. The number is now in excess of 63,000, counting repeaters, mobile, fixed beacons and uh, terrestrial stations with more than 17,000 of them in the state of Sao Paulo. This is Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline. Heard on bulletin stations around the world, including D-Star Reflector 91 Charlie in Melbourne, Australia, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Time.
Congratulations to W1AW, the headquarters station of the American Radio Relay League. The station is marking the anniversary of the dedication of the brick building in Newington, Connecticut, that became its shack on September 2, 1938. The league's official station has the call sign of its founding president, Hiram Percy Maxim, who became a silent key in 1936. Following his death, the league applied to replace its call sign of W1MK with Maxim's. The busy station is known around the world for the welcome it gives to guest operators, as well as for its bulletin transmissions and on-air practice sessions of Morse code. There's extra excitement for younger amateurs in this year's Oceana DX contest. Graham Kemp, VK4BB, tells us why. Two new youth-related plaques have been added to the phone section of this year's Oceana DX contest on October 1st from 0600 UTC, sponsored by Oscar Rees, VK3TX, a noted DXer and an IARU Region 3 director. The two new plaques are intended to engage younger hams. The World Youth Phone Plaque will recognise the highest scoring amateur of 25 years or younger from outside of Oceana. The Australia Youth Phone Plaque will recognise the highest scoring amateur 25 years or younger from within Australia. This is the 77th running of the contest, whose aim is to get non-Oceana stations to contact those around the Pacific region, and the bands promise to be busy with VK and ZL operators calling CQ Oceana DX Contest. This is Graham Kemp, VK4BB. Hard work in the field of astronomy education paid off recently for one longtime educator who's been honored for her years of advocacy at facilities around the United States. We hear more from Cell MB, KB3, TZD. The Assistant Director for Education and Public Outreach at the National Radio Astronomy Observatory has been honored for her work by the Astronomical Society of the Pacific. Suzanne Gurton is being recognized with the Klumpke Roberts Award for nearly four decades of her effort helping educators develop and present astronomy programs to further the public's understanding. Before joining the observatory in 2016, Suzanne Gurton worked at a number of planetariums around the United States and also served as an astronomy lecturer at the Griffith Observatory in Los Angeles. She is a former writer and producer at the American Museum of Natural History in New York City. Previous recipients of this award have included Isaac Asimov, Carl Sagan, Timothy Ferris, and Walter Sullivan. The observatory is a facility of the National Science Foundation. I'm Selembi, KB3TZD. In the world of DX, George, K5KG, Steve, K4EU, and Tom, K4NMR, are active from Iceland, EU-021, until September 20th. They will be using the TF slash prefix with their home calls. Listen for them on various contests, QSL via their home calls or logbook of the world. Be listening for Steve, WB4GHY, active from Diego Garcia Island, IOTA AF-006, between the 16th of September and the 16th of November. He will be using the call sign VQ9SC. Be listening on 160 through 10 meters, where Steve will be using single sideband and FT8. Send QSLs via WB2REM. Michael, OK1WMR, OK1M, is active as FR slash OK1M from Reunion Island, IOTA number AF-016, until the 12th of September. Listen for him on 20, 15, and 10 meters using single sideband, RTTY, and possibly FT8. QSL via OK1M. 
Be listening for Mike, VE6TC, active as ZL4 slash VE6TC from Oban, Stewart Island, IOTA OC-203. He will be on the air until early October. QSL via the Bureau, direct to his home call, EQSL, or Logbook of the World. We end this week with a story of grief among friends and a close-knit California radio group. They celebrated her life recently by doing just what she wanted them to do, as we hear from Ralph Squillacci, KK6ITB. Getting on the air became a way of life after retirement when Kathy Mixon, KD6CAF, joined with her husband Ken, KC6WOK, and some amateur radio friends to create the Gota Hams, a group that celebrated friendship and family. The couple's RV soon became the club's mobile shack, gaining the call sign WG6OTA. Kathy, who lived in Covina, California, became a silent key on the 10th of August. The last few years of her life were filled with club activities, radio in the park, drilling MCOM skills, and social gatherings inside the Gota Home RV at San Dimas Canyon Park. Shortly after her death, the Gota Hams website devoted a section of its homepage as a memorial to the woman they affectionately called the Mother of Gota Hams. According to a notice in the YL Beam newsletter, Kathy had a congenital liver disease known as primary biliary cirrhosis, and after a difficult final year, she died in hospice care this summer. Ten days after her death, the club held a celebration of Kathy's life in a local park. Everyone was asked to bring some food and memories to share. Organizers also made one more request. Bring your radios, too, and get on the air. That surely would have pleased the woman known as the mother of Gota Hams. This is Ralph Squillacci, KK6ITB. With thanks to AMSAT EA, the ARRL, CQ Magazine, David Behar, K7DB, DX News, Gota Hams, the Indian Academy of Communication and Disaster Management, Oceana DX Contest, Ohio Penn DX, QRZ.com, Southgate Amateur Radio News, shortwaveradio.de, space.com, the Wireless Institute of Australia, the YL Beam, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, nonprofit organization that incurs expenses for continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. We also remind our listeners that if you like our newscast, please leave a five-star rating wherever you subscribe to us. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the news desk in New York, and our news team worldwide, I'm Paul Brown in Valparaiso, Indiana, saying 73. As always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2022. All rights reserved.